Yes, a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil, and welcome to the program which we call As the Sun Sets. Yes, once again we change gear. It's Friday evening at the end of the week. And my goodness, we're all looking forward, I suppose, we're all looking forward to a restful weekend. But a very warm welcome to you. So lovely to be with you as we come to the end of this week and at the end of this day, Friday. Whatever you've been doing today, I hope you're driving carefully now. It's The roads can tend to be a bit slippery at this time when we've had rain and uh, very much appreciated rain. And we thank the Lord for the gift of the rain that we've received. And please God, the rain has also spread to the free state where it is so desperately needed. Well, our garage here at Radio Veritas is filling up with water. We're going to be taking about 20 tons of water to the free state next week. So there we go. Thank you so much to those of you who have joined in and supported us in this venture of bringing water to the drought-stricken areas in the free state. O God, come to our aid. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. No, we shouldn't be saying Alleluia during Lent, but the Lord understands. We stand for God and for His glory. The Lord supreme and Lord of all Against his foe we raise his standard Against the cross we hear his call Strengthen our faith, Redeemer Guard us when danger is near For God we live and God we die To you we pledge our lives and service For God we live and God we die We stand for God, Jesus and Master has died to serve with love untold His law divine and the truth unchanging In this our land the place must hold Strengthen our faith, Redeemer Guard us when danger is near God we die to you we pledge our lives and service for God we live and God we die we stand for God let us be loyal with love proclaim with every Christ our King and Lord of Lord, 
I will bless you day after day and tell of your wonderful deeds, O Lord. Psalm 144, Praise of God's Majesty I will give you glory, O God, my King. I will bless your name forever. I will bless you day after day and praise your name forever. The Lord is great, highly to be praised. His greatness cannot be measured. Age to age shall proclaim your works, shall declare your mighty deeds, shall speak of the splendor and glory, and tell the tale of your wonderful works. They will speak of your terrible deeds, recount your greatness and might. They will recall your abundant goodness, age to age shall ring out your justice. The Lord is kind and full of compassion, slow to anger, abounding in love. How good is the Lord to all, compassionate to all his creatures. All your creatures shall thank you, O Lord, and your friends shall repeat their blessing. They shall speak of the glory of your reign and declare your might, O God to make known to men your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your reign. Yours is an everlasting kingdom. Your rule lasts from age to age. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will bless you day after day and tell of your wonderful deeds, O Lord. The eyes of all creatures look to you, Lord. You are close to all who call upon you. The Lord is faithful in all his words and loving in all his deeds. The Lord supports all who fall and raises all who are bowed down. The eyes of all creatures look to you, and you give them their food in due time. You open wide your hand, grant the desires of all who live. The Lord is just in all his ways, and loving in all his deeds, 
He is close to all who call, on, call upon him, who call on him from their hearts. He grants the desires of those who fear him. He hears their cry and he saves them. The Lord protects all who love him, but the wicked he will utterly destroy. Let me speak the praise of the Lord. Let all mankind bless his holy name forever, for ages unending. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The eyes of all creatures look to you, Lord. You are close to all who call upon you. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages. Great and wonderful are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the ages. Who shall not fear and glorify your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. All nations shall come and worship you, for your judgments have been revealed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Your ways are just and true, King of all the ages. A Gospel reading this evening, continuation of the Gospel according to John chapter 7. Now Jesus stayed in Galilee. He could not stay in Judea because the Jews were out to kill him. As the Jewish Feast of Tabernacles drew near, after his brothers had left for the festival, Jesus went up as well, but quite privately, without drawing attention to himself. Meanwhile, some of the people of Jerusalem were saying, Isn't this the man they want to kill? And here he is, speaking freely, and, and they have nothing to say to him. Can it be true? The authorities have made up their minds that he is the Christ. Yet we all know where he comes from. But when the Christ appears, no one will know where he comes from. Then, as Jesus taught in the temple, he cried out, Yes, you know me and you know where I come from. Yet I have not come of myself. No, there is one who sent me, 
and I really come from him. And you do not know him, but I know him, because I have come from him, and it was he who sent me. They would have arrested him then and there, but because his time had not yet come, no one laid a hand on Jesus. Well, a few words about the Gospel this evening. We are gradually moving towards Holy Week, the end of Lent, and I hope that so far Lent has been a good, profitable, grace-filled season in the Church for you. There has been a time of prayer, of fasting, of almsgiving, but I do hope, above all, that it's been a time of drawing closer to the Lord in and through these things which, we, which we've been talking about, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving but also through our devout reading of the scriptures, because as we read the scriptures, we come to know Jesus more and more. Now, one thing we should remember about the scriptures is that the synoptic gospels, Mark, um, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, are in some ways a little different to the gospel of John. And why do I say that? Well, in the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, Jesus goes to Jerusalem only once, and that's the time when he went up for, uh, to his death. And in Gospel of John, we have Jesus going up two or three times to Jerusalem. And, uh, and it's from that that we deduce that Jesus died at the age of about 33. So Jesus goes up to Jerusalem, but he goes up very quietly. Now, notice what happens. He stayed in Galilee. He couldn't stay in Judea because the Judeans were out to kill him. That was the, the kind of atmosphere in which Jesus uh, lived. So he goes up to the Feast of Tabernacles. His brothers go first. He comes up afterwards rather quietly by himself, not to draw any attention to himself. And then the people see him. And they say, but isn't this the one that... The authorities, the, the authorities are the one, are the the, the, uh, the scribes and the Pharisees and the rabbis. Isn't this the, the the one that the authorities want to kill? And here he is speaking freely and openly. We know where he comes from. So what do the people see? They see on the outside this Jesus, the son of Mary and Joseph, who comes from Nazareth. And here he's speaking, he's been talking about himself as the face of God. He's been talking about himself as the son of God. And this angers people. But, but here he is talking freely. And so the people begin to say, could it be true that the authorities are acknowledging that he is the Christ? But we know where he comes from, but where the Messiah will come from, nobody really knows. Yes, Jesus says, you know me and you know where I come from. You've seen me. You've seen the works I've done. You see the works that I continue to do. You've heard the words that I've spoken in the synagogue, the words I've spoken out in the open places, the hope I've given people, the bread I've given people, the healing, all the different things that Jesus has done. Yes, you know me, and you also know where I come from, my humble beginnings. Yet, says Jesus, I haven't come of myself. 
In other words, it's not Jesus doing his own thing. He is sent by the Father. There is one who sent me, and I really come from him. And I think that's the challenge for you and me. That we can look at the scriptures and look at the gospels, for example, and read all about Jesus as somebody in history, 2,000 years ago, who lived as a Jew. He was a Jew. He came from a little village called Nazareth. And we can look upon him as somebody in history. And the Gospels are not biographies of Jesus. The Gospels are rather catechism lessons, if I can put it that way, that Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are using to try and get across the central message of Jesus. So it's a catechetical message, not a a biography of Jesus. So he says, yes, you know where I come from, but there is one who sent me, and I really come from him. And you do not know him, but I know him. So here we have more, more um, um, uh, what do we call it, twists in Afrikaans, a lot of argumentation going on between the Jews and the leaders of the people, because they hear Jesus, they see him, they seem to be ones, but the ordinary people are the ones who say, we know him, we know where he comes from, But Jesus says, you don't know where I come from. I come from the Father. And so it's this kind of talk that angers the Judeans and the leaders, the authorities at the time. So they would have arrested him then and there, but because his time had not yet come, no one laid a hand on him. You see, it's not for the authorities to determine when the end is for Jesus. It is Jesus himself, because his time had not yet come. It is Jesus who determines his time. Right, well, I would like to pray this evening that as we listen to this gospel um, uh, about the people listening to him and the authorities and Jesus going up to the Feast of Tabernacles and speaking freely and openly, nobody laid hands on him, people were afraid, lots of people supported him, the others were against him and so on. So there was all this kind of atmosphere in which Jesus lived. Let's pray that we might stand behind Jesus and support him. Yes, we know where he comes from, that humble village of Nazareth. And what he's calling us to do is to recognize that he is from the Father and that everything he does is done in and through the Father, working in him and through him. And for this we need faith. So we pray today that the Lord will truly enlighten us, strengthen us, give us the grace of really just living in the spirit of Jesus, recognizing him for where he is and for what he's doing. And may we draw closer to Jesus and not be afraid of recognizing him and showing our love and support of him in our lives. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Now no one laid hands on Jesus, because his hour had not yet come. 
My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on his lowly people and his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. No one laid hands on Jesus, because his hour had not yet come. Now let us turn in prayer to the Saviour of all. By dying, he destroyed our death, and by rising, he restored our life. Sanctify the people you redeemed by your blood, Lord. Christ our Redeemer, let us share in your passion by works of penance. Let us attain the glory of your resurrection. Grant us the protection of your mother, the comforter of the afflicted. Help us to extend to others the consolation you have given us. Unite the faithful to your passion in times of trouble and distress, and let the power of your salvation shine forth in their lives. You humbled yourself even to accepting death, death on the cross. Grant to your servants obedience and patience. Share with the dead your bodily glory, and let us rejoice one day with them in the fellowship of the saints. And Lord, we pray that unlike the confusion which was sown at the time when you lived, when you went up to the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem, help us to stand behind you, to recognize you as the Messiah. Help us to follow you and to be loyal to you in our lives. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Lord God, you have prepared fitting remedies for our weakness. Grant that we may reach out gladly for your healing grace, and thereby live in accordance with your will. We make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. And my spirit exalts in God my Savior, for He has hope.
a lovely, beautiful song there by John Michael Talbot. Holy is his name. A beautiful way of ending our evening prayer. So thank you very, very much for joining me as we come to the end of this Friday, the end of this week, and I really wish you a wonderful, restful weekend. May I just remind you once again that we've been living through a, a very acute drought in our country, and the Dominican Order is celebrating its 800th Jubilee this year, 800 years since the founding of the Dominican Order. It's also the year of Jubilee, and we've been trying to connect these two things, the Jubilee of the Order and the Jubilee of Mercy, and respond in some positive, concrete, charitable way, service way, to the needs in our country. And one of the great needs is water. And so we've collected now about another 20 tons of water. We have it here at Radio Veritas. But if you would like to help us by bringing... Uh, some more water. We're going to be going down to the Free State on Friday, this coming Friday, bringing all the water that we've collected so far. And I want to say thank you to the Dominican schools, our Dominican parishes, and even some other parishes that have joined in in support of us. Thank you for your contributions of water. It's not too late. You can still do it over this weekend or during the coming week. Drop off your 5-litre bottles of water or 10-litre bottles of water, whatever it is you'd like to uh, bring to us, and we We'll make sure we get it down to the Free State on Friday next week.
Right, from me, Father Emil, thank you for joining me. It's been lovely being with you. I wish you a wonderful, restful weekend. From me, good night, and God bless.